Back to the Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Wingstop on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There we go. This is the Ticket Water Cooler here on 93.7 The Ticket. Of course, talking a lot about the Nebraska victory, 38-17 over North Dakota. And now a lot of the attention is uh, turned toward Georgia Southern coming in here. And uh, we'll uh, run down a little bit of what Georgia Southern did this weekend as part of my top 10 storylines coming out of college football this weekend. I just love college football. I did this last year, and I want to continue to do it. Last year, I really focused in on just players and stats, but I like the storyline aspect of it overall. So we'll go with our top 10. And and this is admittedly slanted toward your Huskers. Uh, Not completely, but... uh, I don't think Kyle Van Treese would make this list if uh, Georgia Southern wasn't the upcoming opponent this week. <laughs> but in any case, we'll still do our top 10 storylines for college football uh, and, and just just positives for, for teams coming out of here. I think uh, one one group of fans that would be particularly happy would be Ohio State stands, and we've got a few of them in the office here that uh, really want to see Ohio State win the championship. Uh, probably... Probably breathing a little bit of a sigh of relief. Notre Dame's offense couldn't get going. So there you go. Jim Knowles and that Ohio State defense. Maybe they've got that fixed right away. That's been kind of my drawback on immediately buying into Ohio State being the national champion uh, top contender this year is that defense. And usually it takes Jim Knowles' defense a a second to get going at his new stops. Uh, Of course, at Ohio State, you're going to get much better talent talent to be able to work with. Much better defensive players. Maybe you can turn it around quicker. But they did end up beating uh, Notre Dame 21-10 in a game that wasn't all that pretty on the eyes, I suppose. It, it was wasn't probably, as exciting as you expected, but it was a solid game. It was definitely a lot closer than Ohio State fans and, and people who chose Ohio State as their national champions probably thought it was going to be. Yeah. Even with all the hype around Notre Dame and, and Marcus Freeman, uh, Ohio State in year, what, four of Ryan Day? Mm-hmm. Five? I don't know how long he's been there. I think it's year four. It's fine. He's going to go to the NFL in a couple years anyways. <laughs> exactly. uh, but in year four of, of, of Ryan Day, probably expected to run rampant, especially with all of the offensive talent that they have uh, over North, uh, over Notre Dame. I almost said North Dakota. I wonder what the score would be if Ohio State played North Dakota. Um. Yeah, probably, probably a little bit You think more better than 38-17? I think a little bit better. But at the same time, you know, who knows? They didn't necessarily... Uh, their offense is supposed to be the best offense in the nation. Only putting up 21. Yeah, it's 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 Freeman. It's it's Notre Dame. Um, but it wasn't. It's not like they were hitting in all cylinders like you think of that offense when you mm-hmm. think of some of the skill positions. Um, so they've got they've got a little bit of work to do. But ultimately, for Ohio State especially, you get the win. Um, basically just have the Big Ten in front of you now. Uh, that was the big obstacle of of their non-con. So, uh, you, you know, I think they're feeling pretty good. Another. Let's move up to number nine on my list. How about John Papuchis and his special teams work there. Papuchis. <laughs> That's right, with Florida State. Uh, he was uh, one. Of the, he was the guy that I think Mike Norvell was trying to jump along with more than anything after that extra point was blocked. Papuchis is in charge of that special teams unit, and I think the defensive line coach there for Florida State. They get it, the, probably the biggest win considering uh, the hot seat that Mike Norvell's in, enter, entering just his third year. So oh, he's yeah. kind of on the uh, the Mike Riley hot seat where it's like, I haven't been long, had a cup of coffee there, but it's not been the best cup of coffee. They get the win over Brian Kelly in LSU. Um, 24 LSU, to 23. LSU fans calling for Brian Kelly's head already. Yeah, which is silly. 
Um, Nick Saban, uh, you know, Ed Orgeron, basically a lot of LSU coaches their first year have had some embarrassing losses. Maybe it's something in the water down there, but what also is in the water down there is uh, championship teams with three different coaches since 2003 or whatever it was. And so I think Brian Kelly is going to be really good there. Uh, It's just not off to the best start. Um, Seems to be, you know, but and and then you kind of get into that discussion of, you know, ultimately you want the the coach to uh, perform well and have his guys in the best situation. But he had a. The punt returner just dropped the punt twice. I mean, that's... Yeah, that's weird. And then Mike Norvell, it was just altogether... I don't... Some people were pretty impressed with that game. Maybe the athleticism involved, and with those schools, you can understand why. I don't... <laughs> Mike Norvell tried to get that game back. It was a gross game. He had the win, and then, you know, called a pitch at the goal line to give LSU another opportunity. They fumbled. It just... It was not... I don't think those are the two best teams. But it was an exciting game. I'll have... I'll say, I'll say this... I'll have no more fun on any Sunday moving forward. Sorry, NFL fans. That college that was a college football uh, party there with LSU and Florida State, and just an ending that you might not see in the. Mike NFL. Norvell tried to Purdue this game. <laughs> he, he, was, he was like, you know what? I'm gonna give you one more chance. Let's see yeah. what you got. Let's see what we have here. And for Mike Norvell, uh, risky business. I don't know if he's gonna make it through. I don't think Florida State deserves any top twenty-five consideration or anything like that. Yeah, but it was an exciting you. game. Yeah. Uh, let's go to number eight on my list for the top storylines in college football. Kyle Van Trees of Georgia Southern. You might recognize that name. A Buffalo quarterback Nebraska played last year. He's now transferred to Georgia Southern, so you get to see him twice. Uh, he went 29 of 46 for 367 yards, a four touchdowns, and just one interception in a 59-7 win over Morgan State. Morgan State was like 2-7 and seven or something like that last year, has the new coach, so uh, that's not necessarily a great opponent, but they have a beautiful field and an amazing track. Nice I yeah, ran there. There you go. Did I you really? There. Yeah, beautiful. Where's Morgan State at? Uh, Baltimore. Oh, okay. Or, you know, somewhere close in to Baltimore. Area, yeah, the, yeah, Maryland. Well, well, anyway, uh, so Georgia Southern looks like they might try to sling the ball a little bit. Against oh, the yeah, they're definitely a Clay Helton air raid offense, so it's going to be really interesting. Uh, the first touchdown scored in that game was a attempted back shoulder throw in the corner of the end zone that bounced off the chest of a defender and a Georgia Southern player like dove into the end zone and grabbed it. Nice. Like that was that was the first touchdown. So, <laughs> yeah, Georgia Southern's going to be really interesting. Um, I'm currently watching that game. I'm in the second quarter, and they have scored once. So yeah, it took a while to get going. Uh, once they got going, they got going. But it's really interesting, and I think this is going to be the opposite test for Nebraska's defense in their first two matchups. This team is going to test the secondary for all their worth. Well, and if Ryan Helinski put up a bunch of numbers on you, you might want to worry about just about anybody else. <laughs> so Kyle Antrese maybe can try to get his uh, – uh, try to give Nebraska their comeuppance, I suppose, or, or revenge for that Buffalo game last year. Uh, number seven on my list of top storylines of college football through the weekend, Oklahoma uh, held UTEP to 99 yards and three points in the second half. A heck of a performance from Brent Venable's defense in the second half. Uh-oh. UTEP had just 28 yards rushing on 31 attempts, and the Sooners finished with six sacks and 10 quarterback hurries and a 45-13 to win over the Miners for the Sooners. So Don't um, like that. Yeah, Oklahoma looks like they're at least off to a good start under Brent Venables. Don't like that. <laughs> Who do they play next? Uh, let me double check. It's not anybody. Too it's nobody. It's it's another like group of five team. But uh, yeah, not uh, not a fan of a high powered Oklahoma defense with Nebraska's offensive line struggling in the first two games. 
Yeah, as opposed to last year when there was, I mean, Oklahoma I guess I, was struggling right out of the gate. Yeah, I guess I could have thought that Brent Venables would take a, a good defense with him down to Norman, but yeah. I was hoping it would take a little bit longer. Granted, it was UTEP, but still. Yeah, and it was a pretty good defense last year. So, I mean, again, you have to kind of remember that. They got that going under under uh, Alex Grinch, who is now the defensive coordinator at USC. Uh, Kent State is the next opponent for Oklahoma. If you want to kind of preview the Nebraska match, of course, two weeks away, uh, ESPN Plus at 6 o'clock this week. Let's go Golden Flashes. Yeah, I don't know. I'd still like – I don't want Oklahoma coming in here limping. Um, but I, uh, I want them to – do you want them to be tested or do you want them to come in rolling on all cylinders? Uh, I mean, I don't necessarily Do you want them want to come them. in upset because they didn't put up a lot of points? Or do you want them to come in, you know, with like 200-plus points scored in two games? Uh, yeah, I don't want them rolling on all cylinders. I think at this point they're rolling on all cylinders. Yeah, I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Do you <laughs> so want, I get that, but I also Do you want Kent State to put a scare into them? I don't want Nebraska to beat Oklahoma and then me question like, yeah, I don't think Oklahoma is very good. So you want them rolling on all cylinders? I want them rolling on all cylinders. Okay. I want to take down Oklahoma <laughs> when they're feeling good about the All right, let's do it. <laughs> uh, number six on my list of standout performances this weekend in college football. How about Indiana wide receiver Cam Camper? Good name. Finished with 156 yards receiving, and the Hoosiers knocked off Illinois. This was Friday night, 23-20. to 20. Overall, um, you know, I'm a big Brett Bielema guy, so that kind of kind of shot in the armor there. For Sad my, Bert. For Mr. Bert there. Uh, but uh, overall for, for Indiana's program that just won two games last year, this is a big win. I know it's just Illinois, um, but in, and for Indiana, any win's a big win trying to get Tom Allen and that program rolling again. It's their first conference win in a year. They didn't win any conference yeah. games last year. Their only two wins were against non-con opponents. Um, so their first conference win in any year, Tom Allen and the guys feeling good about themselves. Uh, I'm happy for Indiana. It was uh, another – there were a lot of gross games uh, <laughs> in the first week of college football. I didn't think that game was gross. That game was awesome. That game was gross. Illinois had a chance to score, and they went for it on fourth and goal. Yep. All, would have all but sealed the game. Indiana stops them, and then gets their own touchdown drive out for the win. The game was not pretty. That's a fun game. Okay, maybe the ending was just great, but the yeah, the end. The ending was great. The yeah. game was not pretty. The game overall might. I not watched have been a pretty. decent amount of it, and I was like, "This is Big Ten football." <laughs> <laughs> well, it was between that and what Michigan State and Western Michigan, which was yeah, kind which of a was blowout. uh, Mich- or Western Michigan jumped out to a, I think a seven or a three zero lead, and we're kind of feeling good. And then Michigan State responds almost immediately, and then just kept going yeah so the spartans really not tested that much in their first game it was a look the big 10 had a decent showing this first week yeah i yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't say it was too bad except uh, for iowa yeah well we'll get to that <laughs> uh, number five on my list of, of college football headlines drake may in north carolina outlast ap state 63 to 61 a wild wild finish there may finish by the way with 428 yards of total offense and five touchdowns uh that's all together he's a he's kind of a dual threat and by the way he's luke may's little brother if you remember luke may on the basketball? North carolina basketball team well yeah. then so there what you do you it. know yeah. just an athletic family it is now that game quarterback there too that game was fun that game was awesome <laughs> i don't know if it's the most sound football you'll ever see no no it was not uh but it was awesome and it was the this i mentioned this last week is the second hottest ticket in the nation because they played in whatever 30,000 or whatever mm-hmm. App State's uh, stadium holds. App State's stadium like if you see the view from like kind of above it where you get the stadium and like the background, gorgeous. Oh yeah. A little sunset going over the oh, 
fantastic. Yeah. App State, you keep doing what you're doing. Uh, <laughs> except don't don't attempt any more onside kicks because yeah, that didn't look good. They that looked painful. Murdered on the onside kick. App State, if you don't know, App State attempted an onside kick. It looked pretty decent, but North Carolina decided. Uh, Instead of having our frontline guys go for the ball, we're going to have our frontline guys destroy Appalachian State's guys <laughs> and just just knock down like three or four of the App State's players. A uh, guy caught it on the bounce and ran it in for a touchdown. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to onside kick, if, if, that, if that's what you want to do, make sure that the other team isn't uh, headhunting on the uh, – not like illegal headhunting, but, you know, trying to knock people out. Yeah, we definitely saw illegal headhunting in that Florida State oh game, LSU goodness. game. Oh, my goodness. Um, that Missile was the worst. dropped his hands, put his put the top of his helmet into the Florida State's quarterback's yeah. face mask. That was that not was a not good funny. look. Not a good look. Uh, let's go to number four on my list of college football storylines are the winners of the weekend. KJ Jefferson threw for 223 yards, three touchdowns, ran for another 62 and a score to lead Arkansas in a top 25 victory over number 23 Cincinnati. Arkansas number 19. They won 31-24. It was just a close game overall. Uh, and for people that don't like Cincinnati, there you're, you go. You're in luck. They're out. They're out of the hunt this year. There you go. Now they can't. They can't make the college football playoff. They have yeah. a loss. Sorry about it. Uh, I remember when everybody made fun of Arkansas for hiring an off- former offensive line coach as their head coach. Oh, yeah. People were like, God, oh, this is not going to work. He's an offensive line coach. What does he know? Well, everybody that plays for Arkansas has bought into whatever he's selling, and they look good. I, Pittman, I, yeah. I like Sam Pittman in Arkansas. They're a too. fun team to watch. They are. Uh, and I, I think that KJ Jefferson, he's got quite a. I mean, the SEC's got some quarterbacks this year, and Heisman. that'll continue here. Maybe KJ Heisman, he could be right in that conversation. How about another winner, winner of this weekend's uh, football game? How about Iowa's brand of football? I don't think overall Iowa fans are too. I happy, hated it. I hated it. Brand of football that is Iowa was fun to play out because, of course, they had the five-three lead after a safety, Who does and you're that? just going, "This is not a bat. This is not a football score." And then some. Somehow I look down again because I'm at the game and I look down to check the scores and it's seven three. You're thinking the only way they could do that's another safety. I was so confused. And they did. I they was had, so confused. They, the offense scored three points. The defense scored four. No, the offense didn't score <laughs> well, any the points. Didn't score. Special the teams, defense. I the defense scored all of their points. Right. Special right. teams is defense. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Special teams scored uh, all of the points. Or defense scored is... all of the points. The I, my favorite tweet of the weekend. I don't remember who it was from, but it was talking about that Iowa game. And they said they made those poor kids in the hospital watch this football game. (laughs) (laughs) The Iowa wave, yeah. Uh, And, of course, South Dakota State, a formidable FCS opponent, but still an FCS opponent. Uh, Total yards in this game. Um, Iowa had 166, and South Dakota State had 120. Anthony Grant, (laughs) more yards than both teams. Not combined, but. That's right. Well, that App State North Carolina game that like the take like two drives of, of that almost, <laughs> and if you feel like that's the same Goodness uh, amount of total yards. It's just it was uh, it's interesting. That's, disgusting. That's Iowa's brand of football. Right that's there. the Big Ten right there. But they're they are worried. I mean, this was uh, Spencer Petras starting. Um, Iowa football fans were not happy. They could not do anything. That. Yeah. That's that's not a good look. Uh, but, but, hey, at least you have a good defense, right? Yeah. And once again, Iowa's defense and special teams going to have to win the game. Uh, number two on my list, how about Stetson Bennett in Georgia? They uh, ended Oregon shot at a 14 playoff in my mind, 49-3. to We can talk a little bit more about the playoff system here in a little bit. But uh, this, is, this is why I like the current system is because Oregon's out. <laughs> why do you like that? Somebody's done in the first week. I hate that because that's the high stakes of college football is that you, you it's a small, small margin of error. And if you get shellacked, 
Better luck next year. Georgia just eliminate them. I that's, hate that because then there's, the there's so you're telling one. me there's absolutely nothing for them to play for the rest of the season. I no, hate that. That's the other thing about. I want it to football. be. I want it to be. You lose in the first week. Hey, guess what? You still have a chance if you take care of business the rest of the season. You still have a chance to get in. There's not nothing for them to play for. They can. Still well, you just win said the, they're done with the playoff. What's, well, what do you play for? Nebraska's not going to win the national championship. That doesn't mean there's nothing to play. Nothing for. to play for. <laughs> All right, there's. Uh, if you're not going to win the Natty. There's nothing to play for. Yeah, Sorry about it. That's the problem with those. Uh, the rules with the idea Every, i mean everybody says that the bowl games are dumb so i mean if the bowl games are dumb and you're just going for the playoff then there's nothing for you to play there's for so many great stories that happen every year in and year out with college football that have nothing to do with the national no nathan i will not nathan, nathan texted in oh, he, he told us to apologize to uh, a georgia person we are Why? not going to apologize because we said that he's trash Oh, Stetson Bennett. Is big, yeah, I'm not apologizing to Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett, by the way, had more yards than Anthony Richardson with uh, Florida. Had a like a better stat performance, but they st- Anthony Richardson still won SEC Player of the Week, and he's because. the number one on my list as he is, uh, probably takes the Heisman lead overall with a top ten upset over Utah. Florida might be back. Billy Napier getting them rolling. Um, they're going to be probably just after that win a top fifteen team. So Florida's. Uh, the Gators are <laughs> back. They're back. Yeah, they can argue that. LSU had Billy Napier in their backyard, and they let him get away for Brian Kelly. I don't. I think that. Nope. A, I'm saying it. After week one, one week. that's pretty short sighted. Nope. One week. <laughs> I think Brian Kelly still is the better hire there in my mind. Uh, but uh, we'll we'll see. The the one thing about Brian Kelly, and he's he's done great program building wherever he's been. He's been he's the he's the Notre Dame all time leading you know wins leader. Not yep. Newt Rockney or nope. Eric Persigian or uh, Frank Leahy. None of those Lou Holtz. None that, of those guys. That weird guy who dances with recruits. It's, it's Brian Kelly. <laughs> Uh, but I am a little bit worried about his cultural fit. That's the only thing that could it's throw weird. off Brian Kelly at LSU. Not a fan. He's trying to fit along, and he doesn't fit in. But in any case, uh, very strange. And then one one more uh, little note that Honorable I found. Honorable mention. On a, this is just an interesting note from uh, College Football Reddit I found. Uh, was Syracuse uh, had 18 penalties in their win over Louisville. A Louisville stat- statistician found out um, that's the most penalties by an opponent and discovered this crazy stat. Louisville is now 0-9-1 when the opponent has at least 15 penalties. How? That's a, that's a backward stat if that there is. is one. All right, so if you're playing Louisville, just commit <laughs> a lot of penalties. Yeah. There you go. Problem solved. Yeah. That's how you win. That's how you beat Louisville. False start, offsides, pass interference, do whatever you have to do to get up to 15-plus penalties against Louisville, and you will win the game. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's a fact. If it's, I mean, that's that's the record. There's there's Weird. nothing else out there. Uh, all right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, let's uh, let's bicker and argue about a 12-team uh, playoff that was buried in this weekend's games of college football. We'll do that next year on the Ticket Water Cooler 93.7.